Hello and welcome to episode seven of the Sustainable E-Commerce Podcast, the show dedicated to helping you build your brand sustainably. Today, we're going to be talking about using carbon offsets in your e-commerce business. Now, at this point, I'm betting that just about everyone has heard the terms carbon credit and carbon offsets. But do you really know what they mean? Do you know how they work and when to use them or how to choose them? And do you know what services exist to make that easy to get started and clear and transparent for your customers to understand. I'm going to try and answer all these questions and more in today's show. So let's get started. First of all, what is a carbon credit? And is that any different to a carbon offset? So a carbon credit is a kind of permit that your brand can buy to emit greenhouse gases, typically carbon dioxide or methane. One credit enables the business to emit one ton of carbon dioxide. So let's say your business is in the construction industry and you make concrete blocks. Let's say your planning for the year suggests that you're going to make 5 million blocks. Once you've worked out how much carbon dioxide will be emitted by that activity, you can kind of pre-purchase credits to cover that production. In the event that you do make less, you can sell those credits back or on-sell them to other businesses that need more to cover their activities. Many countries have mandatory systems in place now and regulation around greenhouse gas emission tracking and caps on the amount of credits corporations can buy. So carbon credits become a kind of tradable asset. And just like any other market, like the stock market, the price of these assets is set and varies according to supply and demand. Now, we could spend a great deal of time discussing the merits and ethics of carbon credits. But to keep this episode relevant, I need to point out two things. Firstly, there's no country in the world that currently has created a requirement for carbon credits in the e-commerce industry. In Australia, there's no regulatory compliance market at all. All carbon credits are currently voluntary and purchasable from credit brokers, though there are plans to create a centralized online marketplace by the clean energy regulator, the the government body that issues the Australian carbon credits. The key thing about carbon credits is that they're typically purchased in advance. And while they can only be used once, they are, in fact, a tradable asset. By contrast, carbon offsets are typically purchased at the time or after the activity is conducted, matched to the estimated carbon dioxide released in conducting that activity. So, While still notionally pegged to a one-to-one relationship between the offset and tons of carbon dioxide, they can be leveraged in much smaller denominations. For example, if you're shipping an order to a customer, you can use some standard estimates based on distance between your fulfillment center and the customer's location to calculate the carbon dioxide footprint of that shipment and purchase the exact amount of carbon offset to make that carbon neutral. So how do either of these things actually work and how do they help the environment? Well, the quality and impact of offset programs definitely varies quite substantially. But broadly speaking, your spend in offsets is effectively an injection of cash for a selected environmental project. 
Typically, that includes projects that actively reduce emissions into the environment or recapture and lock away carbon that has already been released, or community projects aimed at introducing clean, energy-efficient methods and technology to underdeveloped communities around the world. Community projects are probably the least well-known and least leveraged of three. They they include things like alternative water treatment for remote communities, where typically they might burn wood or coal to boil and purify the water. Terrific projects and, and much needed, but that said, they are hard to scale up to the kind of impact needed in the short term. And it can be hard to accurately measure the, their impact in terms of the amount of pollution being reduced. Projects that actively reduce emissions would include things like sustainable energy generation, including you know, wind farm projects and geothermal energy and so on. Effectively, the investment there goes into building out these sources of energy so that we can reduce the reliance on fossil fuel generated energy. It can include things like waste to energy programs where methane and other biodigesters are used to turn waste, for example, landfill into energy. And in so doing, they intercept the greenhouse gases from entering the atmosphere, as well as providing a non-hydrocarbon based source of power. In terms of the climate emergency and our pathway to net zero, it's certainly better to prevent carbon dioxide from entering the atmosphere than trying to take it back out once it has. Nevertheless, removing carbon dioxide from the atmosphere is the focus of probably the more widely used of the three types, which is carbon reduction schemes. So forestry and conservation projects are are typically the most well-known, and I'm sure you've seen plenty of examples of trees planted with every order and those sorts of things. All three of these have their own inherent value and benefits. So the question then becomes, okay, how do we know that our carbon offset investment is actually making a difference? And I think that's a great question and one that most brands do want to know. If you're investing money into an offset scheme, let's say tree planting, you want to know that that tree really did get planted. You want to know that it wouldn't have been planted without your investment and that it isn't going to get cut down in a couple of years to harvest for wood or to clear the land. And indeed, there have been quite a few cases of scams over the years, but these topics are covered off by the key criteria of independent verification bodies who look for things like measurability, additionality and permanence. Just as there are, though, a lot of carbon offset projects, there are a lot of verification bodies. And due to the geographic dispersion of these around the world, different countries tend to have different verification bodies. A couple of the good ones to look for are the gold standard and Vera's verified carbon standard. There are also verification services offered by the United Nations, like the Clean Development Mechanism, and here in Australia, uh, one called the Emissions Reduction Fund. So in short, when selecting a project, make sure that their activities are verified by one of these recognized bodies. Okay, so now you know what offsets are and how they work. And and you also know the different buckets projects fall into and, and how the good work they do gets verified. How do you choose a great project to actually donate to and work with? I think the most important thing here is the optics of the project and how it fits into your brand. The first thing to do is to make sure that the activity of the project aligns with the values of your brand and helps you support 
your mission and your brand story. That's going to make it easier for your customers to identify with your efforts and, and much more likely that the offset will actually resonate with them. So for example, if your brand is related to cleaning up the ocean or some product to do with spending time in the ocean, you might like to choose a wave or, or ocean current energy project rather than choosing a tree planting or a forestation project, for example. Project location is another thing to consider. Now, greenhouse gases and the climate crisis are considered to be global problems and baked into the fundamental principles of carbon offset schemes is that the carbon offsets related to projects in one part of the world can be used to balance out the economic activity from anywhere else. That's perfectly legitimate. And your offsets will still go to making a genuine difference. And you can still claim against your carbon footprint in Australia, even if you choose a scheme in Venezuela, for example. But there is definitely brand message value in choosing a project regionally aligned with your brand. And what I mean by that is, if your brand is importing sustainably made artisan products from, say, Mexico or Argentina, then choosing a reforestation project, for example, centered on one of those areas is congruent with your messaging. If you're loud and proud about being Australian-made, first of all, go, you good thing. But secondly, you're probably going to want to choose one of the great projects making a difference right here, literally on home soil. So while there are literally a plethora of fantastic projects to choose from, narrowing it down to something that really aligns with your brand message is going to help you as a marketing tool, as well as being of benefit to the environment. So when should you actually use carbon offsets? Both credits and offsets are kind of tools to help you rebalance emissions generated by your business. When it comes to making a real difference, they need to be thought of as a kind of last resort, a way to minimize the impact of things that you can't improve to actually reduce emissions. They should not ethically be used as a kind of excuse not to run things, make things, or send things more sustainably. That being said, with a real commitment to making positive change, carbon offsets can be used with clear conscience to bridge the gap for things that can't be changed, or at least not yet, and as low-hanging fruit while you undertake the often considerable exercise of cutting emissions. Obviously, the types of activities you may need to offset will still vary depending on your exact business model. If you're a, a brand manufacturer, for example, you'll need to assess and offset carbon expended in the production and freight of your products. How to do that is going to be the topic of a whole show in a few weeks, and so I won't get too much into that here, but suffice to say, once you know that, you can purchase offsets for each item sold. As we've talked about already on the show, there is a real carbon footprint of your digital marketing activities. And your first priority should always be to actually minimize your footprint. But there isn't really a way yet to completely remove the carbon footprint of digital marketing. And so offsets are a great way to bring this part of your business back to neutral. And great news if you're a Shopify store owner, as part of Shopify's environmental commitments, they already offset carbon generated by using the platform. So you don't need to offset your website data in that case. If you're using WooCommerce or Magento, your best bet is probably going to be to switch to one of the green hosting providers that focus on renewable energy use to power their data centers, like, for example, OzTiger. Thirdly, of course, there's the carbon footprint related to your office and back office 
operations, if you travel to expos or conferences, if you run Zoom meetings, if you plug away at your desktop computer, if you pay to keep the lights on in your warehouse and many, many other activities, you're likely to be generating carbon dioxide. And of course, carbon offsets can help here as well. And lastly, there's the shipping of your orders to the customer. The event of customer checkout is probably the ultimate in low-hanging fruit for generating carbon offsets. And there are a number of terrific apps that you can use to make life easy in this regard. This leads into the last common question, which is where and how do we purchase carbon offsets? They are, in fact, a bewildering array of brokers, platforms and projects that you can work with directly. And I want to pick on just three to dive in with you today. And I've selected each of these three because they do offer offsets that include projects based here in Australia. The first one is going to be Carbon Neutral Cart by a company called CarbonClick. This is a plugin that allows customers to add voluntary carbon offsets when they check out. It's available for Shopify, WooCommerce and Magento. So you can use any of the major platforms and they have you covered. CarbonClick have an interesting kind of approach to project selection. Um, they call the blended basket approach. 50% of the offset contribution goes to projects local to you and 50% goes to high impact international clean energy projects. Their project based in Australia is a, is a farm-based bush conservation project based in Cobar, New South Wales, verified by the Emissions Reduction Fund. What I love about CarbonClick is that inbuilt into the app is full transparency and traceability for the customer about where their contribution is going and the impact of their decisions. This kind of transparency definitely goes to supporting your brand story and generating a memorable experience for your customer and can lead to improved customer retention. It's hard to argue that giving customers the choice to pay a small additional fee to offset their purchase isn't a good thing. And there's no doubt in my mind that Carbon Clicks inbuilt messaging will definitely increase stickiness among climate action takers. But I have seen reports from brands that suggest that this kind of optionality results in surprisingly few takers. So I'll be very interested to get your feedback on the conversion rate of these offsets if you do choose Carbon Click. I think the zeitgeist amongst environmentally conscious consumers is also that they kind of expect brands to be taking care of the carbon footprint of their operations themselves rather than asking the, the customer to cover it. So that's definitely something that should weigh into your consideration set. In any case, Carbon Neutral Cart plugin is available on subscription and is about $399 US per month. Another awesome plugin that allows consumers to choose their offset is called EcoCart. And the big difference between the two, between EcoCart and CarbonClick, is that EcoCart also allows you to configure it so that you cover the cost of the offset rather than the customer. This nicely gets around any potential sort of perception problems. Also, if your objective is to make the whole experience carbon neutral, then you're closing the loop for all orders rather than just the ones where the customer does in fact buy the offset. It's also available for the big three, for Shopify, WooCommerce and Magento, as well as BigCommerce and Wix. 
all the projects they work with are independently verified by organizations, including the big ones that we mentioned earlier. So you can be confident that your offsets are being leveraged properly. Unlike CarbonClick, you can choose a specific project to donate to from a, a wide variety across the globe, including a reforestation project based over in WA. In terms of pricing, if the customer is choosing to purchase the offset there is in fact no cost to you and and the app is free which is a big advantage over carbon click instead of charging a subscription they bake in a 15 cent transaction fee into every offset if on the other hand you choose to cover the offset yourself you're looking around one to two percent of each order value for the offset part and then a reduced three cent per transaction fee goes to ecocart so overall ecocart kind of allows you to be a bit more specific about which project you want to work with and probably a bit more cost effective or at least the expense is going to scale up with your revenue rather than having a fixed fee every single month. The last one I want to talk about isn't strictly speaking an offset platform exactly. Ecology is a Shopify plugin that allows you to plant a tree with every order, unit sold or pegged against a revenue goal that you set. If you're not on Shopify, they do also have a Zapier integration as well as an open API. So there are other ways to connect to it. There's kind of something nice and simple and tangible about planting a tree. It's a, a very easy thing for a customer to understand. They've implemented a lovely storytelling part to all this as your impact is described in terms of your own ecology forest. And so customers can clearly see how interacting with your brand has a positive outcome. Each tree planted costs only 33 cents, which makes it insanely affordable. Behind the scenes, Ecology partners with the not-for-profit charity One Tree Planted, which has dedicated projects in Australia related to bush regen. Now, I say it's not a carbon offset because even though your trees will eventually lock away way more carbon than your order generates, most verification services don't actually verify carbon removal from trees until they're about 10 years old. That said, you can become an ecology member and configure a variety of offset programs to meet the specific needs of balancing your carbon footprint. And I'll post a link on how to connect with ecology and have that discussion with them in the extended show notes page. So there you have it, three easy ways to get started with carbon offsets for your e-commerce business, all of which have the potential to improve cart conversion and amplify your brand message. I'm working on having these guys join me on a show in the future so that we can deep dive on this topic. So let me know who you really want to hear from. In the meantime, keep working on ways you can reduce the environmental footprint of your business and consider how what we've covered today in terms of carbon offsets can help you move towards being carbon neutral as well as augment the story of your journey towards sustainability.